The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. Brian is off today. We'll see him back here tomorrow morning. And here's what's happening this morning. Saying Congress is not the same institution he went to 19 years ago. Buffalo Congressman Brian Higgins announced Sunday he will resign from his position and leave Congress early next year. He said Congress is spending more time doing less and the American people are not being served. This situation got really bad in January. And it gets worse moving forward. And you watched it play out. You know, the whole issue of the speaker thing, changing the rules, um, the performative nature, you know, Somebody's in the back of the House chamber yelling expletives while the President of the United States is delivering the State of the Union address where 40 million people are watching. That individual is not one of 435 that is caring about their constituency. They just want to get on television so that they can fundraise. And it's really come down to that. You're seeing a lot of members have announced that they're leaving. Uh, And I think that that (coughs) that will continue. Higgins did not announce his future plans. He said he does not have a deal right now. The decision to leave Congress will prompt a special election to fill the seat. Immediate front runners include State Senator Tim Kennedy, Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown, and Erie County Executive Mark Polenkars. Just before last week's election, Polenkars was asked about a possible congressional opening on WBEN's Hardline with Joe Beamer. Uh, but my intention is to serve out my full term. Uh, I, I, if, if an opportunity arose, I'd have to consider it. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I wouldn't. But if you look at my record, I get asked this every time I've run. My first term, second term, and third term, oh, Mark's going to go somewhere else. And here I still am as county executive. So I think I'm a man of my word when it comes to it. Higgins was asked by WBEN yesterday if he would endorse someone to replace him in Congress. He would not rule it out, but he said there'll be plenty of time for that. You'll hear much more from Higgins' meeting with reporters yesterday coming up this morning on WBEN. In bigger, uh, maybe more broader political news, the Republican presidential field has one less candidate this morning. Dropping out of the race for the Republican presidential nomination, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. When I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential uh, candidate. And Scott added, I am suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters... Uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet, have been really clear that they're telling me uh, not now, Tim. Scott on Sunday Night in America with Trey Gowdy on Fox News. Chuck Severson, ABC News. The Bills are preparing to host the Denver Broncos tonight on Monday Night Football. The Bills are at 5-4, and four, not where they want to be right now. You know, we've had stretches where we haven't played up to our standard in the past, and we've always found a way through those so that's what we're doing right now we're trying to find a way through it uh, we got an opportunity Monday night at home against a hungry hungry team uh, in the Denver Broncos so we got to be ready we got to do everything we can do to, to get a win 815 kickoff on channel 7 and WGR 550 what's your Bills pick that's our WBEN.com web poll this morning Bills by a mile Bills in a close one or Broncos It's all over the place this morning. You can check in and we'll update the poll coming up in just a little while. The safety of roadways is getting a lot of attention around the country due to an increasing number of serious injury and fatal crashes, especially since COVID. 
WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more with Mike Finn of the Greater Buffalo Niagara Regional Transportation Council. The GBNRTC is the region's transportation planning council that works with all of the transportation agencies in both Erie and Niagara County to coordinate efforts on the transportation system for local drivers. Former Public Works Commissioner for the City of Buffalo, Michael Finn, is the executive director at GBNRTC and says the group is in the early phases of developing a roadway safety action plan that will entail a deep dive into crash data for roads in both counties and will look into the roads with high rates of fatal and serious injury crashes. What we're going to be doing is taking a look at the trends in Erie and Niagara County and crash history, especially with the worst outcomes for the human users. FHWA is making a big push to shift safety analysis away from looking at all of the crashes and look at those areas that are having the worst outcomes. And we're going to develop the network where the worst of worst outcomes are happening and then start to strategize around solutions that can be developed to address those. This action plan will evaluate every road in both counties from the I-90 down to the local streets in every municipality. While the analysis has just started with this roadway safety action plan, Finn feels consistent with trends that are happening across the country and specifically to statewide trends that fatalities and serious injury crashes are increasing, especially since 2020 and the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. For whatever reason, even though there was much less travel going on on the roadways, at the statewide level, there was an increase in both the number of fatalities and the fatality rate compared to previous years. So what that's showing us across the state, and, and we need to do our part in our region, is that we need to take a good hard look at the trends and what are the potential causes of crashes in our region and start to develop strategies to turn those negative trends back in a negative direction, meaning moving down, which is good in this case. More from Finn is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. The Pentagon says five soldiers died this weekend when their helicopter crashed off the coast of Cyprus in the Mediterranean Sea. Former Marine fighter pilot, now ABC News contributor, Colonel Steve Ganyard. Moore has more on the accident. The tragedy here is not just that we lost five members of some service, but that we lost five of the very best of the pilots and aircrew in the world, not just in the United States military, but in the world. These folks tend to have thousands of hours just on night vision goggles, uh, and so they're highly trained, highly skilled, and so when you have something like this, it's a terrible tragedy, not just for the human life lost, but for the uh, extraordinary capabilities that were, that were uh, inherent in those crews. The soldiers were in the area to possibly help evacuate U.S. hostages from Gaza. The growing epidemic of shoplifting across the country has one frustrated member of law enforcement calling out major retailers, claiming they're part of the problem. Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper says Target asked for help but refused to allow officers to handcuff shoplifters in their stores. Cooper saying Target didn't want to create a scene inside the store. They didn't want negative press. The sheriff says his deputies watched a woman steal products, then go to customer service and return them for money. But he claims Target chose to do nothing, adding locking up deodorant and raising prices on everyday items we need to survive is their best answer. That's Derek Dennis with that story. Police in Pearland, Texas, just south of Houston, searching for a suspect or suspects in a deadly mass shooting at a popular flea market that's usually attended by thousands of people on weekends. Police say a fight erupted between two individuals and shots rang out. Gunfire hit five people, three adults and two children. They were taken to a hospital. The condition of the victims 
is not known at this time. Officer Chad Rogers with the Pearland Police Department. Three adult victims and, and two children. There's a lot of people that are, are very, very uh, upset. Late word, though, one of the children has died in that shooting in Texas. And Amtrak has temporarily suspended service between New York City and Albany, citing structural concerns from a privately owned parking garage in Hell's Kitchen on the west side of Manhattan. On Friday, Hudson View Garage was closed due to emergency repairs. City agencies ordered the owner to bring in an engineer. A car owner who usually parks here gave a photo which shows a sizable hole in the concrete floor where you can see straight down to the tracks below. The driver says the hole is near the front gate of the garage. Sunday, Amtrak made the call to stop its New York to Albany line because it runs right underneath this garage. Aren't this could affect folks from western New York if you're taking a train to New York City. If you're taking it to Albany, no problem. But if you're going on to New York City, this could be an issue. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Clouds this morning will give way to sunshine this afternoon. Breezy today with temperatures in the low 50s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy. Lows in the mid-30s. Maybe a stray rain or snow shower after midnight. On Tuesday, we start with clouds and with sunshine. Mid-40s. Highs near 60 on Wednesday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aramankowski. Chris Brown with the Buffalo Bills Radio Network is joining me now. He'll be on the call for the Bills and Broncos on Monday Night Football in Orchard Park on WGR Sports Radio 550 tonight. Chris, good morning. After the loss to the Bengals last week, is this is this a must win for the Bills tonight? Yeah, I mean, they've got to get back on track. Their margin for error has almost been reduced to zero in terms of staying above 500, and more importantly, in what is shaping up to be a very tight AFC conference race, let alone AFC East division race. So, yeah, they've got to, They've not only got to get back to winning, they've got to start stacking wins because they've alternated wins and losses each of the last six weeks. Injuries are huge. It's This is really taking a toll here. Um, cornerback Christian Benford is out. Safety Micah Hyde is out. Linebacker Terrell Bernard, questionable. Diggs was limited at practice this week with a back injury. How badly might these affect the Bills? How thin are they getting? Yeah, yeah it's, it, they're getting very thin on defense. I don't think there's any question about that. We already know the three starters who are out for the year, and Matt Milano, Tredavious White, and Daquan Jones. And they've tried to you know, use duct tape and staples to hold it together on the defensive side of the ball, and now you lose a defensive captain and Micah Hyde at the safety spot. And unfortunately, Bills fans know how much the defense changed last year when he was lost for the season with the neck injury. And the injury he's got is a stinger right in his neck. So, And the worst part is it happened on a late hit in the game last week. That player was fined, but the Bills are the ones dealing with the collateral damage. So it's unfortunate. And then without Benford, it probably means that uh, Rasul Douglas is going to make his first start for the Bills after being acquired by trade on one side, and it'll be Dane Jackson on the other. But the reinforcements are going to have to come from the practice squad, either in the form of uh, Jamarcus Ingram or, um, you know, uh, Nor- um, Josh Norman. So they're going to be shorthanded on the back end. I would expect DeMar Hamlin to be up as well tonight. Will we see cornerback Rasul Douglas play a bigger role, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll make his first start for the Bills at corner since being acquired by trade. So, yeah, and, you know, I, I thought he played pretty well last week. Uh, he was kind of rotating in and out with the other two corners. 
Benford and Jackson last week. So, yeah, I mean, the, the advantage there is he's not a guy that is coming off, off the couch to play. He played the first seven weeks for Green Bay. He's been in games. He's been a starter. So it's not a foreign concept to him at all. He's a grizzled veteran at 29 years old. So I, I don't think they lose anything there. And if anything, they might gain a little bit of veteran experience in putting him in the lineup. But it, it's everything else on the back end. Um, it's the law of diminishing returns, Susan. You're right when you say, you know, staples and duct tape. Uh, and then the Broncos, they're on a two-game win streak having beaten the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago. They're now coming off a bye, so they're rested. This is also the team that allowed 70 points against Miami. I mean, what do the Bills need to watch out for? What do they do well? Yeah, so they've they've kind of completely flipped the script on how they play offense. After that 50-point defeat uh, and another close game the following week against the hapless Chicago Bears, Head coach Sean Payton said, I've got to change my ways here on offense. You know, he wanted to kind of use Russell Wilson the way he used Drew Brees in New Orleans when he was the head coach down there, you know, throw it 40, 50 times a game, put points on the board and, you know, win going away. And that just wasn't working because their defense was a train wreck and they had to protect their defense by switching to a ball control offense. And so now after throwing the ball 61% of the time, in their first five games, they now run the ball 55% of the time in their last three, and the results are pretty evident. Uh, as you mentioned, two straight wins, including one over their division rival Chiefs, the first time in eight meetings they've done that, and their defense has kind of rounded into form. They threw some veteran problem players overboard in Frank Clark and fellow pass rusher Randy Gregory, who got traded, and they're using younger, more hungrier players on their pass rush They've been more successful there on the front end, and their all-pro safety Justin Simmons is back from injury. So they are playing better football. So I guess the, the rule of thumb for the Bills tonight is you got to stop their run game and put it all on Russell Wilson so your pass rush can go hunt him down because one thing they don't do well is protect the quarterback. He's been sacked 26 times this season in just eight games. Ooh. How much does the pressure increase on the Bills now that the AFC playoff picture is so crowded? I mean, Houston has emerged this year. The entire AFC North might make the playoffs. How much more important is tonight's game because of those factors? Well, it, I think it's more important because of where the Bills currently find themselves, and that is with a losing record in the conference. And this is an AFC conference game tonight. So, the, yes, you want to get a win, but more importantly, against AFC conference opponents because they're below 500 in that category. And if you're fighting for a playoff spot and you're not going to win the division and you're fighting for a wild card spot, the first tiebreaker after head-to-head matchups is conference record. So you want to improve that here down the stretch. So a win tonight helps in that vein if, in fact, you're in a wild card race. The Browns beat the Ravens. The Texans beat the Bengals yesterday. Are the Bills regressing, or is the AFC just more competitive this year? It seems there's lots of parity across the league. Yeah, it's very stacked. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. The AFC has been the superior conference in terms of depth of talent, team to team to team, and it's only gotten stronger with players like, well, Aaron Rodgers was going to be in the AFC. He's not playing now, but there were some, some of the better NFC quarterbacks coming over to the AFC via trade and things of that nature. So you're like, gee whiz, gee whiz like how, how much stronger is this conference going to be? But I, I think we're seeing it bear itself out 
and how bunched together all these teams are, I don't think four AFC North teams are going to make the playoffs because they're just going to cannibalize each other with division games down the stretch here. And we kind of saw evidence of that yesterday with Cleveland beating Baltimore on a last-second field goal. All right. Well, Chris, we will be listening tonight for your coverage. All right. Thanks, Susan. You bet. Uh, Chris Brown on the call tonight on WGR, the Buffalo Bills radio network for the Bills and Broncos 815 kickoff. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.